welcome back to Leitrim Daily and it's Friday which means we are looking at the events and what else is on around the county over the next seven days. Don't forget you can listen to this show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and on our website leitrimdaily.com. Now I am joined by Tommy Flynn and Danny Feely of the Wild Rose Festival Organising Committee in Manor Hamilton. Welcome to the programme boys. Thanks very much. Thanks for having Can you tell us a little bit about the Wild Rose Festival of old? The Wild Rose Festival started in 1970. The previous year there was a gala. It was called the, the Gala in Manor Hamilton, but people got, got together and decided uh, they'd run a festival. It's based on a book by um, Patrick G. Smith, written in 1883, believe it or not, called The, the Wild Rose of Loch Gill. And it's based on that. The Wild Rose of Loch Gill is based in the 17th century it was a time of great unrest and strife in the country and it, it tells the story briefly of um, Edmund Tracy he was the foster son of um, Owen O'Rourke who was the chieftain of Drumahair at that time and his wild rose Cashleen Cornine. and of course like all love stories there's a, there's a third party in it all good love stories all good love stories and uh, <laughs> this is the case again And the, Cashleen and Edmund they left the, the area, whatever else, and they were pursued by uh, Gilbert Harrison, who was in love with Cashleen. And they left the area, and as I said, they were p- pursued by Harrison. And they went to, to they went to different places. And each place they went, Harrison followed. So uh, they went to Manor Hamilton and Drumahair, Sligo, Donegal, Fermanagh, Dublin, Cork, London, and Madrid. And everywhere they turned up, Harrison was behind them. It's a tragic love story. I won't go into it any more than that. The festival committee decided then they were going to get a representative from each of these locations to represent a wild rose. And hence, and thus, you have a wild rose festival with those ladies from the different locations. This year, again, we have, we have uh, ladies from the, the different locations and representing the, the, the areas. You know, so it's, it's a, there's a bit of history to it, and it's 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 nice story too. You know, and it's it's a great tradition to carry on. You know, so it's been dormant, shall we say, since 1997. But you've decided this year it's time for the Wild Rose to come back on its 21st birthday. Of yes, missing yes. Out. About uh, 18 months ago, um, six or seven of us got together and decided, or we to explore the fact really if if we could run another festival, the Wild Rose Festival, and. Uh, since that, we are, we are planning and plotting and everything else like that. So we're just a couple of days away now, roughly. So it's, it's, it's all looking good. It's all looking good. Daddy, I'm going to bring you in here. Can you tell us maybe some of the events that we can look forward to from Sunday to Sunday week as part of the festival? I can, of course, Brefney, as we are starting off on Sunday the 21st, and I'll just fly through some of the main points for the week. Um, on Sunday the 21st, we'll have the introduction of the Roses, which is happening at 2pm in the Community Centre Car Park in Manor Hampton. And after that, we go down Park Road, where Manor Rangers are conducting the Manor Go-Kart Racing Derby um, down Park Road, and that promises to be an absolute brilliant day. Also, uh, finishing off that night, you have music by Paul Kelly and his band, and that promises to be an absolute great night. Um, Other stuff during the week, um, on the Tuesday night, we have the Monster Fashion Show, which with our local Ocean FM presenter Francie Boylan and Francie will be presenting on the night um, all the 
local fashion shops from the surrounding area. Also on the Thursday, the crowning of the rose, which will be uh, the compare on the night, is a uh, lead from person of the year, Mr. Seamus O'Rourke. And that promises to be a brilliant night also. And there's music that night by the Southern Gospel Choir. And then on Friday, the family game show night. And it's not really a family show night as per se. It's for open for everyone. For anyone that doesn't know, the running of the night would be the likes of Deal or No Deal, Family Fortune and um, High and Low. And all these games are from the television so they are. And also on the Saturday, we have the Country um, Agricultural Show, and that will be running in the, the Bee Park Community Park over there in the Manor Hamilton. And also that night, we have Country Singing Sensation, Robert Mazel, also there. Before that is Satanta Folk. And then to finish it off, uh, Breffney, on Sunday the 28th, we have Manor Hamilton Intercultural Day, Craft and Food Fair, above at the castle and it finishes off with Johnny Brady and his band in the community centre. It's a fairly full series of events through the, the course of the entire week. Tommy, what are you personally most looking forward to? And you can't say it being over and having all the work done. <laughs> you got in ahead of me there. I t- I, I'm quite looking forward to the, the crowning of the roses. I, I think that's going to be a sensational night with uh, Seamus O'Rourke and Seamus O'Rourke is a great character. He's a very funny man, and I know that he's going to make a, a fantastic job of it. The Southern Gospel Choir. There's a there, there's a few surprises in in store for the for the audience that night. Um, there's a couple of guest artists coming there, local, that we're not we're not going to uh, disclose at, the, at this stage. Some nice some nice little touches. I I, I think that I am uh, as well. Looking forward to Breffney is the is the game show night. Something new. It's 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 different. It's first time in this area, and and we have absolutely fantastic prizes, weekends away in hotels and everything else. That so it's a super super night as well, you know. So those are the two that are kind of, and the fashion show of course as well. And the uh, will you be modelling in the fashion show? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I have got the body for <laughs> it, as you can see. But <laughs> I love to. All right, but a lovely thing to see on the radio. So it is. <laughs> I'm a face for radio, as you know. <laughs> Why do you think I'm doing a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, um, that's. I'll tell you, we we're catering for all ages, and we have a uh, children's treasure hunt there as well too, around the town, a walking one, whatever. Else. And just to try and get involved with everything, and the uh, intercultural day as well too, where all the different cultures from around the area, all the all the people that are from outside uh, Ireland that are living here in town, to bring them all together, because this is a festival for everyone, you know. So, in terms of the com- committee that are pulling this all together, obviously there's engagement from other organisations around town. Who else yes. are involved? Um, well, I tell you, sorry, Daniel, you no, want to go, go ahead? ahead. Um, we have the the local soccer club, which are running the go kart derby. Uh, the tennis club are also coming on board for an open day, and um, uh, touch and go. Uh, the the Glen Centre will be running a play called Touch and Go, and that's by the Bees Knees Company as well. So. All local groups are getting involved in the festival, so they are breathing. We have the tiny towns coming uh, as well on board, and uh, the, the roses, the, each of the, the contestants are getting a special rose that, that is crafted by the sculpture centre over here, Jonathan, and uh, he's an, ap- an absolute genius, there's no doubt about it, and the amount of talent that's over there is um, is 
phenomenal. But we're having a demonstration that day as well. John is putting on a demonstration. The roses are attending, and there's a there's a public uh, if, if a public if the public want to come over to it, whatever else, that and have a look and see how things are are, are made. It's, it's it's a fantastic experience. Now I was over there once, and it's it's he's a great guy. And that's on the Thursday, is it? That's on the Tuesday at half past twelve. Okay, and Tuesday. people can just come along to yeah, the club. Yeah, come along to the Yeah, yeah, and the, the roses will be uh, attending as well. You know, so. All, all information can be got on our Facebook page and it, it will be updated on a regular basis throughout the week so you can get all the information of what's happening each day as it happens on our Facebook page of Manorhampton International Wild Rose Festival. Lads, the very best look. Lovely stuff. Great to see you, Brefney. So you're more than welcome. Thanks for coming down to us, Brefney. Appreciate it. Good man. Thank you. This week in the town of Rumshambo sees the Joe Mooney Summer School, the 31st annual time the event has run. It runs from tomorrow the 20th of July until Saturday week the 27th of July. And I'm joined by the chairman of the organising committee, Desi Doyle. Desi, welcome. Thanks very much, Bethany. Glad to talk to you. First of all, because some people might not be aware, even though they've heard the name, the Joe Mooney Summer School, what is the festival and where does it come from? Well, really, it's a school uh, promoting the teaching of Irish music, song and dance. It originated way back in 1988 when Joe Mooney, uh, it was the year Joe Mooney died. And uh, funny enough, Joe wasn't a, he wasn't a musician, he wasn't a singer, but he was a man who promoted Irish culture at every opportunity. He was a great promoter of Irish music, singing, dancing, the Irish language. And it was established in his honour, really, the following year in in 1989, because he he did so much for this area here. Uh, Joe was a, a former senator, uh, former county councillor, chairman of, of Leitrim County Council for on several occasions. So it was really uh, something to, to um, mark the, the contribution he had made to this community. In terms of the activities that go on, the core is, as you mentioned, the classes. Tell us a little bit about the class and the, the school aspect of the week. Well, the classes, um, we have um, 67 tutors in town for the week, so we need 67 different spaces. And it's a bit of a logistical nightmare, but we have 67 top-class tutors tutoring in, in Irish music, song and dance. And the classes begin uh, every day, uh, they go from Monday to Saturday and begin at 10 o'clock in the morning and run until 1 o'clock in the afternoon, um, apart from the set dancing, which starts a bit earlier at half nine. And uh, that's what people come, they, they just love uh, picking up new tunes, learning new dances and... Uh, uh, the whole thing revolves around that, like you know, and then there's there a whole lot of um, after-school activities as well, you know. Let's have a little chat about some of the after-school activities because I think that's probably the fun of the weekend. Having learnt the stuff earlier in the day, you get a chance to maybe practice it that night. What can we look forward to in the evening time next week in Drumshambo? In the afternoon, we have a lot of uh, workshops going on. There could be dancing workshops, or there were, we have a number of talks and uh, lectures on different aspects of Irish music. Uh, then in the evenings we have recitals, there's uh, fiddle recitals, there's um, whistle recitals, flute recitals and that going on in different venues around the town. We have a lovely singer's evening on the Monday, uh, the opening Monday of the summer school in, in uh, St John's Church. And um, uh, then every night after that, from half nine, we have a Cayley every night, apart from Thursday night. There's a Cayley in, in the Mayflower Community Centre. And is the Cayley open to just participants in the school or is it open to anybody to come along on the night? It's open to anybody and uh, 
of course, all the, the, the a lot of the students would attend the Cayley and practice maybe the, the, the dances, as you, as you said, that they've learned during the day. But as well as that, people come from far and wide with their regular set dancers who just love sets and love dancing. And they come from across the border, from far and near, to attend the Cayleys here as well. You attract serious numbers to this event year on year. How many people are you expecting in, in the town next week? In recent years, as regards students uh, attending the classes, it's up around maybe one and a half thousand students here for the week. And then we we, 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 we uh, could have a couple of thousand people besides that who, who, who come and participate and just visit in, for the evening for sessions on the street and uh, sessions in the, in the local pubs and that. And of course, we have it's a great family occasion because we have we have a huge number of children doing classes. Families come to every house around the place is booked. The campsite and Caravan Park Hotel is all full up. It, as I say, it's a great family occasion. And it's, a, it's a, sort of a very safe place for families as well, you know. You talk about students and people hear that and they think of youngsters going to school. What age range do these students tend to be? You probably some older than normal students. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We, we, we take class from our students from six years and over. Uh, we don't take any under sixes. So um, we have an awful lot of children doing classes, just in beginners. Cert- there are certain instruments there, it's just for beginners, we'll say things like um, s- uh, set dancing, shanos dancing, whistle, fiddle, bowron. They're for beginners, but other classes will be a little more advanced. They uh, thoroughly enjoy it. And we, and we have participants here in their 70s and maybe some in their 80s, so it covers a huge uh, age range, you know. And, and, of course, there's a huge international dimension to the festival as well. Where do you tend to attract most of the overseas visitors from? We get a lot from Britain and uh, Scotland, particularly, and, and from Europe, and a certain amount from America. You, you're able to meet people from all corners of the world. Last year, I uh, met a couple up in the primary school at, uh, who were learning the alien pipes. They were from Vietnam. And uh, I was absolutely amazed. I asked this man, how did you hear about this? He says, I heard it on the internet. And uh, he loves alien pipes. He loves... He loves uh, Irish traditional music and so he had to come to, and, and that was his third week. He had been at the Willie Clancy School, I think, and at the South Sligo School in Tupperkurry. You know, so you're able to meet people from everywhere. We've had people from Australia, New Zealand, all over the world. Now, it's probably a little bit late on Friday morning for someone from Vietnam to hear this and make arrangements for Monday, but maybe for next year, if they keep an eye out and get themselves planned nice and early... I'm looking down through the list of some of the tutors here and obviously from all over the country, but there's some local names in here as well. I know I'm looking down through it and I'm seeing the likes of John McCartan and Mick Blake, Charlie McGettigan's name is here as far on tea on, on Monday night. It's it's a great opportunity for people to really to teach as well as to, to learn. That's right. We have a number of uh, local tutors. Um, as I say, we uh, you mentioned some of them there. Mick Blake um, from your own Leitrim village, very talented uh, s- s- singer-songwriter. We have um, Porrick Sweeney, uh, who's a whistle tutor. And they come from all over the country. Charlie is a great supporter of the summer school. It has been down the years. Charlie doesn't actually teach, but he's, he's there to help out as MC or gives a, a good plug on Channel Side Radio or anything like that, you know. It promises to be an absolutely fantastic weekend, not just for the, the skills and the, and the new friends that people are going to make over the week in the town. The atmosphere the whole festival brings to the town. Congratulations to you and your committee and the very best of luck for the week ahead. Thanks very much, uh, Brett. We appreciate you uh, taking the time to come down and talk to us. I'm joined by Trassa Nealon of the Glen Centre, Manor Hamilton. Welcome to the show. Glenn. Thank you very much. 
you're going to tell us a little bit about the Glen Centre. Obviously, we've been to the dock. We've got a little tour around the dock. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what's in the Glen Centre for the people of North Leitrim? So we're supporting the Wild Rose Festival. The Bees Knees Theatre Company, which everyone knows because they're brilliant, are coming. And they're doing a play called Touch and Go, which is meant to be hysterical and hilarious and meant to be brilliant. So if you like a good comedy, I would go see it. And what else is on uh, over the course of the year? Like, Give us a, a feel of what happens in the centre, week in, week out. For the 50th GAA celebrations in McKenna's on the main street in Manor Hamilton, we have the Gaelic Fields, which is a photographer went around and he travelled Ireland and he took photographs um, of matches in different pitches. And there's going to be a selection of those photographs in here starting in August for the gala. Tell us about your own uh, artistic endeavours. I believe you have a really interesting event coming up in Glencar Waterfall. So I have a company called the Rabbit's Rye Theatre Company with my friend Sonia Norris and we founded it three years ago. And we're doing a show at Glencar Waterfall on the 31st of August. We did it two years ago. It was basically Stolen Child by WB Yeats and there's people dressed up as fairies. It was lit spectacularly by a man called Ray Duffy who works in the dock and used to work in the glens and he lit up the waterfall. And Yates Society Sligo asked us to come back for their summer school to do it again. So it's at 11.45 at night, basically. It's midnight fairies prancing around Glencar Waterfall. What else is, is around the, the general area of Manahampton in terms of the arts? There are so many artistic people just living in Manahampton and working in Manahampton. It's actually amazing. You go into Herodes and you see, oh, look, there's whoever who played in Keelan, he was in Fair City and they have a theatre company and it's actually remarkable, yeah. With all the festivals going on around the county, it's very easy to forget about the nuts and bolts of the events around the weekend and I'm back in the dock speaking to Paul Cunningham about what's going on in the dock this weekend. Paul. Hi Bradley, how are you? I'm great. Um, how are things going in here? What's what's happening over the next couple of days? Well, busy, busy, as usual. I'm glad, glad to say you mentioned the festivals there. Were, uh, Not a Boyle Festival is opening tonight, and we wish them all the best with that. There's so much happening there. It's a great festival. So I hope that goes really, really well for them. I'm sure as well. Ourselves, um, we started our Summer Sundays events last Sunday. Great crowd in for the music session and the craft session we had between 2 and 4 p.m. And we're at that again this Sunday. So this Sunday we have a, a band called The Hunter, who are a Sligo-based ensemble, uh, play all original music, percussion, bass, guitar, really, really good. And they're in playing from 3 to 4 p.m. And the Leitrim Design House then have a meet-the-maker session with uh, Winchell Woodland Crafts. So from 2 to 4, if you want to come in and meet somebody, he'll be in the foyer showing you how he makes his various, various um, wooden, his wooden bowls. That's happening on Sunday, all free. We're open from 1 until 5, so if you're around town looking for something to do, Drop in. Great afternoon. I actually popped in for an hour last Sunday. Did you? Okay. Um, at the very start. So it was a little bit quiet, yeah. but it was getting busy just as I left and the music sounded great. Unfortunately, yeah. I had other places to be, but it was absolutely a really, really fun day out, I'm sure. Yeah, and those continue now for the next uh, five weeks. So every Sunday until the 18th of August. So as I say, if anyone's around town or if you know somebody in, in Carrick for the day, looking for something nice to do, it's all free and, and anyone is welcome. Um, following that, then we're kind of back into a more... Um, I suppose normal programming regime and that's our first gig um, of August will be Muldoon's Picnic on Friday the 9th of August. Paul Muldoon, who many people will know is a Pulitzer Prize winning poet, so he's doing a tour of the country to different venues and we're lucky to be one of them. 
and he's bringing along a poet from Belfast called Stephen Sexton and the singer Lisa O'Neill um, who a lot of people will be hearing about recently and Sinead Gleeson who a lot of people would know from the Irish Times and RTE and so on and so forth so they'll be coming together for a mixture of music stories prose um, it's a show that he's been running in New York for the last 10 years and it's it's you know it's it's, it's brilliant it's he's really decided to go international with it and he's picked yeah, Leitrim yeah yeah, so we're very lucky. We're lucky to be on that uh, on that tour. He's going to Cork, Belfast, Dublin, Galway, and, and here. So we're delighted that he's all the hotspots. Yeah, yeah. So we've only twenty tickets left for that. So, so if people you need come, to get in early. You want to book? Absolutely. Um, following that, then we're into theatre, and we're delighted to have the Breffney Players back with us. Uh, they'll be doing conversations of a, on a homecoming from Tuesday the twenty seventh to Saturday the thirty first of August. And uh, once again, I'd say if you're going to if you want to book, book early for that because their shows always sell out. Let's bring it back to the immediate weekend. We have an event tonight in the dock. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Shane Meehan's album? Launch? Well, that's uh, Shane Meehan, yes, another fine fiddle player. He is launching his new album called Twill Do um, here with us on, on tonight at 8pm. I'm afraid to say, if you want to get a ticket for that, You've you're out. out of luck if you haven't already booked. It's absolutely full to the rafters. I think that's important to mention that the reason yeah. we've gone so far in the future is because these events, especially local events, tend to sell out really early. So you have to get in a couple of weeks ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd always recommend that people, once, once, the thing, once the thing goes up online or they see it, they should I'd certainly inquire and make a, make a booking. If, they, if you really want to come and see something, particularly something like traditional Irish music or something like Paul Muldoon's show, book early because you know they, these shows do sell out. Paul, thank you very much. Not at all, thanks. Some people's idea of a good night out is to go to the cinema. Now we haven't featured the cinema on the show so far but that's all about to change and I'm joined by Justin Farrell of Carrick Cineplex. Justin, welcome to the programme. Thanks very much, delighted to be on. We're going to have this as a semi-regular feature on the show. If not every week, it'll be at least every second week talking about the new movies that are coming out and when people can see them in the only cinema in the county at the moment, although maybe slightly in the Roscommon side, but we'll give it as Carrick and Shannon. What is the big release of the weekend? Well, just starting today, we have the remake of The Lion King. Now, is that sacrilege? Because that's one of my favourites growing up was yeah. The Lion King. We all grew up with it. It looks amazing on the trailers. A lot of good reviews and feedbacks of it so far. The CGI is meant to be amazing. Star-studded cast, Beyonce, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, Seth Rogen, John Oliver, directed by John Favreau. So, you know, all the Iron Men involved with the Marvels. The only problem people are having is that it's too like the original one. But a lot of generations have never seen it. But the original one was so good. That's not necessarily a bad thing. No, no. It, I, I mean, I grew up. The Lion King was my favourite movie. A lot of people's favourite movies. But now... You've got the, the advances in technology, the CGI, so it's extremely realistic. There's no excuse for anybody to miss it over the next week because you have five showings a day. Yes, indeed. We have it on at 1.15, 3.45, 6.15, 8.30, and then in 3D at 2 p.m. With it just out this weekend, we'd advise booking in advance and arriving at least 30 minutes early. Because it can get quite busy out there because yeah. it is very popular, as yeah. we know. What else is on? Something maybe for the older generation. Yeah, so for the older generation, we have Pavarotti, the documentary. So that's about Luciano Pavarotti, the opera tenor. It's got never-before-seen footage, concert performances, and intimate interviews. It's directed by Ron Howard. So that started just Monday gone by, and anyone that's come, gone to it have 
thought it was absolutely brilliant. A lot of good feedback from it so far, so would definitely recommend heading to it. What else is on over the course of the next week? Stuber, we have, so that's for people who like an easy watch, action comedy. Dave Batista, the former WWE wrestler, and Kamal Najiani is starring as an Uber driver who ends up picking up a detective on the trail of criminals and the night goes from there. Is it kind of a, a buddy, kind of wannabe cop kind of thing? Exactly, yeah. Like the old, old school. Almost like a lethal weapon kind of. Yeah. Although one of them is just an Uber driver as exactly. opposed to a second cop. That kind of sounds fun. I hadn't heard of that beforehand, so that might be the one I check out once I've already been to The Lion King this weekend. Now, two others that caught my attention. Midsummer. that's a bit of a horror. American teens heading over to a festival that only happens once every 90 years in Sweden. It kind of starts nice and calm and relaxed and lots of pagan rituals and just takes a drastic turn. It's definitely worth checking out for anyone that's into horror or like something a bit spooky and put a chill up your spine. Now, one of the classics. The one everyone knows, Spider-Man. So that's on at 4.30 and 8.45. This is the third installment of the latest remake starring Tom Holland. It's the latest movie f- from the Marvel series and it also is star-studded with appearances from Samuel Jackson and Jake Gyllenhaal. Of course, part of the Marvel it is part of the Marvel yeah. uh, it's, it's universe. The next, it's the first one since Endgame. So I'm sure we've all put the tissues away at this stage and it's time to move on. Yes, absolutely. Now one, this is on the list and it's one I've seen myself because I haven't seen the others, but this one I have seen and I loved it. It's called Yesterday. That is on nightly at nine o'clock. Basically, a failing singer-songwriter in England has a freak accident and one day he wakes up and no one's ever heard of the Beatles much to his amazement he spots an opportunity and he begins to wow everyone with with tunes we all should know and next thing you know he's in the bright lights and living the dream i i loved it i actually i went along and i've been looking forward to for about six months i saw the ad late last year cannot recommend it highly enough if you're a fan of the beatles and even if you're not a fan of the beatles um it's got some nice cameo appearances there as well people who like ed sheeran will like it people who don't like ed sheeran the fact that he rips the absolute pee out of himself is quite funny um so yeah that's my after the lion king that's probably my personal recommendation for this week so another one for the horror buffs is annabelle comes home the latest installment in the annabelle series it's been packed out the door busy so we'd advise coming early now again if you're not into horror wouldn't recommend it but it is it's one of the better ones in recent years and then we've got a few options for the kids then for the kids we have the queen's corgi about a pack of dogs running right in Buckingham Palace. We have The Secret Life of Pets 2, which I've yet to see, but looks absolutely fantastic for all age groups as well. And then finally, for all age groups, we have Toy Story 4, which is the last one in the Toy Story series. So another tearjerker, perhaps. Buzz and Woody back for one final instalment. That's it, one last dance. Justin, thank you very much for joining us. And I'm sure people will be getting out to the cinema over the weekend. Great, thanks very much for having me. Another event that caught my attention in Manor Hamilton next week is in the Sculptor Centre and I'm joined by Marie McGowan of the 24-7 Family Carers Group in Manor Hamilton to talk about it. Marie, welcome to the programme. Thank you very much. It's nice to be here. First of all, tell us a little bit about the group, the 24-7 Family Carers. What is it and what does it do? Okay, so 24-7 Family Carers was set up in 2013 
and the group acts as a support group for carers in the North Leitrim area. And we meet every Thursday from 11 o'clock until 1, have a cup of tea, discuss what's relevant. We have um, different events then, maybe like jewellery making for the ladies or we had printmaking shops, all sorts of things that makes life just a little bit more relaxing when you come into the group and people find it easier to, if they're new, to come in, sit down and join in the conversation when they're actually doing a little craft or that. And really there it's carers and ex-carers and the idea is that if you're having problems, somebody somewhere has been through it before and somebody will have an answer or try to ha- have an answer for the problem that you're going through. And it's also a social outing because family carers are really stuck in the house a lot. So it's nice to get out, have the two hours, have the chat. We have uh, different events throughout the year. We have a nice Christmas dinner and we have in August an away day. So we're all going to jump Shamro this year. <laughs> Just crossing our fingers that the weather will be good because it's an outdoor event. But um, that's basically it. It's a support group for family carers. So basically you support the people who support our elderly and our infirm people in our communities. That's correct. Tell us about the event that's happening next week in the Sculpture Centre. Okay, so we're obliged to have one fundraiser in the year. And this year one of the members came up with a pop-up shop. So we're delighted to say that we've had so many people in the locality that's left some really, really good items in. We have um, clothes, a lot of boutique-style clothes that still have their labels on. We have uh, baby clothes, toys, brand new toys still in the boxes, books, kitchen equipment, games, DVDs, and we've even got a dinner service. So you can admit, people have been really generous, really, really appreciated. In terms of the, the event, is it still too late for people to make donations to the shop? I'm afraid it is now. We're all sorted. We've got a lot, a lot of stuff. And the idea is that it's going to be priced really cheaply because we have nowhere to store it. So I would encourage people to come along. They will be surprised at some of the beautiful stuff, some of the beautiful clothes and the different items now that two euro, three euro. I think with one full outfit uh, coming in with a um, the necklace, the dress, the handbag for ten euro. So you can imagine there's something for everybody there. So anyone who likes a little bit of thrift in their life Absolutely. and a little bit of fashion um, can, should come along and, and really get a, a bargain. Absolutely. Come along, have a rifle through everything. But the other thing is, maybe for carers that haven't come along to the group before, there'll always be one of the, one of the carers from the group will always be there to talk. If anybody has any questions about our meetings or would like to come along, maybe this will break the ice for them to come in and, 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 and chat us. You mentioned 11 to 1 on Thursdays. Whereabouts? Upper Main Street. It's well signposted. It's, um, it used to be the video shop. And we have our sign. Actually, at the minute, we don't have a sign in the... <laughs> I forgot that. We've put some of the items that we're selling in the window. But it's obvious that it's the carer's room where we meet every week. Obviously, we've mentioned it's in the Sculpture Centre. Mm. When, during the week, is it going to be open? So we're opening on Wednesday the 24th to Sunday the 28th of July. And that's actually the week that the Wild Rose Festival is on in Manor Hamilton. We'll open every day at one o'clock. And some of the evenings we'll be having late evenings to accommodate people that are coming in maybe for concerts or what, what whatever function is on in the town. So Wednesday at 1pm, it's going to be like Black Friday, everybody trying to get oh, into the sculpture. I certainly hope so. That sounds good. 
Well, listen, the very best of luck. I hope uh, people don't get killed in the stampede uh, on Wednesday afternoon. But I think it's a fantastic cause and I really hope it goes really, really well for you and you raise loads of money and continue the great work. And I'm thinking we'd love to come back and maybe have a chat with the, the group, one of your craft sessions, and we can see the good work that you're doing on the ground. That would be fantastic. You're more than welcome. We'd love to have you to come along. Thank you very, very much. And that is the Leitrim Daily Guide to What's On this weekend and into next week. It promises to be a week full of excitement in both Manor Hamilton and in Drumshambo over the next seven days. But there's plenty to do for everybody around the county. In terms of sport, we have a full round of Division 1 games in the Dunsbar All-County League in Gaelic football. While Sligo Rovers are away to Derry City and Longford Town away to Cabinteely in a top-of-the-table clash in the First Division of the SSE Airtricity League. We'll be back tomorrow with Sports Saturday and we will be previewing all of those games over the course of the weekend. I'll also be joined by Barry McQueenie of Ochnashilan to talk about how they've been getting on and their crunch relegation decider against Phoenix St. Collins tomorrow evening. Talk to you then.